Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Currently, we are only live on Blog Talk Radio. We're a couple seconds away from going live on Facebook Live. Oh, hell yeah. Get the countdown going. Uh oh. Broadcast is live now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tuesday night. It's our last night starting at 7 p.m. Because this just in, starting next week, you're going to find us at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're changing it up. Al's now a, uh, a daytime worker. I think that might have something to do with the change. That's true. That's true. I get, I, I get home. I don't know what to do with myself for those two hours. You know, I, uh, I lay down for half an hour. I wrote a letter to Sandy. I haven't handwritten a letter in 10 years. Oh, Sandy still writes letters. She still writes letters. Yes. Yes. Well, he is Al Larcher. I am Clark Lawrenson. Tonight we are live at the sports attic. You can call him Larcher. I'm Lawrenson. Together we've been doing podcasts since 2012. There's a lot to jump into tonight. Clark, 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 Clark. Yeah. You forgot to mention me as the Draft King Wizard, the King of Draft Kings. That's right. We, I've, I've got to, I'm dropping the lead here. I got to tease. We've got to do the follow up question. Like, how did it go the week after the big week for the Draft King? Oh, bask in my glory. And we're going to have to talk about <laughs> the Monday Night Football from last night. Oh, my God. Well, I watched the game, so that's good. And Chicago says goodbye to Theo Epstein. All right. Hello, Hoyer. There you go. Al Archer, what's up, partner? How you doing? Well, uh, an eventful day in sports. You know, uh, uh, Matt Nagy stopped pl- calling plays yesterday, and we still didn't have an offense. Uh, this this Theo Epstein barely delivered, gave one World Series in nine years. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> I know everybody loves the guy. and like They basically wanted to appoint him president of the United States. Today on the radio, but for you know, one, one oh, championship, come on. For a team that hadn't won since 1908, 108 years, and he puts together a championship caliber team, that's all I needed from him. He brought us one. That's all we needed. Thank you, Theo. You never have to buy a drink here again. He's going to be a Hall of Fame baseball exec. There's no, no doubt about it. Absolutely Hall of Famer. It's the third third time that he won a World Series trophy. Plus, he's Whoa, got he's more of a legacy to build. Absolutely. He is going in the Hall of Fame, Clark, but if he stops in my bar, he's buying his own drinks. Okay? <laughs> well, he's made enough money. I know most people buy their own drinks at your bar. That's for sure. Like that's and Myself so. myself included. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. My goodness. Hey. hey. Oh, yeah. Go. Have you ever played on the, on the phone BitLife Simulator? No. It's just like you, you push a button, you get a random life. And you kind of you don't make a lot of decisions, but you make some. I ended up in the WNBA. Oh, yeah. Playing where? What city? Does it tell uh, you? Seattle. Oh yeah, the uh, the storm out there. Uh, listen, longtime listener Kevin out there in Seattle is a big fan of Seattle's WNBA team. But yeah. get this story, Clark. I, I, I get. I was born in Britain. I was a lady. I was born in Britain. Well, and, I, I uh, would gather. The 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 mother got the uh, semen donated, so I didn't even know my dad. My stepfather was a dick. 
I started into like uh, karate at a young age. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I, I take all the karate lessons and I keep trying out for sports and they don't want me. So finally, my sophomore year, I make the uh, basketball team. By senior year, I'm a star. I get uh, I get a scholarship to university, so I start studying political science and uh, uh, playing on the basketball team. Yeah. My sophomore year, I decide to go to a nightclub. I get into a fight because of my Taekwondo. I'm like, well, I'm going to knock this bitch out. I knock her out. I end up going to jail for a year, losing my scholarship. What? Everything went to hell. I married some dude who, by the way, ended up cheating on me. Son of a bitch. I'm like, when I'm like 45 with the pool boy. You don't treat a woman like that. So, the so, pool yeah, boy. So, so Wait, the, the husband, the, the husband cheated with the pool boy. Yeah, yeah. It turns yeah, out he was gay, which, which makes sense. Does that hurt your ego head. then? Like you as the WNBA future WNBA star. Well, get this, Clark. I, oh. I not only am a future WNBA star, but I'm a centerfold model. I become so hot. I get the breast augmentations. I get the plastic surgery and I start posing in magazines. I'm making a million dollars a year. And I've played this game many a times. And usually I'm like a custodian at a local high school. Finally, I have money. I'm buying diamond rings. Everything is great. And yeah, then finally I adopt a kid because I'm 45. What a I life. Haven't kid yet. Wait, when and did you play sudden, WNBA? You're 45. Well, this is the end of my career. I just finished. Okay. Okay. All right. See, so, so I marry this guy. He has a decent job. I can finally, I tried to get back into college, but they wouldn't give me a loan because I was a criminal. Okay. A criminal record. Fair. So he, he huh. had a little bit of money. So I went back into college. This time I studied accounting because I figured, well, I might as well, you know, make a little money because, you know, I'm not going to be a basketball player. Absolutely. I try out for the basketball team. I make it, have a great, great Three year, two years in college, and then I get drafted to the WNBA, moved to Seattle. So, yeah, very wow. eventful. Uh, very eventful. What, again, what is this game called? It's on the cellular telephone? It's BitLife Simulator. BitLife Simulator. Is there, a, is there a price to play that one? Can I get it at the App Store? Is that where I find it? You would find it at the App Store, and I'm fairly certain it's free. If not, it's like a buck or two. Hey, Billy's listening to the show tonight. There he is. Uh, he, wow. He didn't realize it was this kind of a fantasy pod. Hey, it, it's whatever kind of fantasy pod we want it to be. Hey, you see it. He joined in on Facebook Live. There's the Iron Cheek, Al. I like that, dude. Uh, dude, sure. Uh, you could join in, leave us a comment just like Billy did if you're watching on Facebook Live, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, or if you're watching on Facebook Live, and you want to join us on the phone line, give us a call at 760-754-8834. 760-754-8834. Of course, Billy, Billy's joking because he's big into fantasy, too. And he wanted to know, at what age could you uh, play Michael Jordan? Oh, yeah. He asked that. Meaning, like, you're your age now with your abilities currently. How old would Michael Jordan have to be for you to beat him? And my initial thought was old. I wasn't even thinking that, oh, I could beat a four-year-old Michael Jordan. You know. But I had said, I need him to be 98. 98 for sure. Like, right now, he would completely dominate. I mean, what is he, 55, something like that? Yeah. I don't know, 60, whatever. Complete domination right now, obviously. But, yeah, join in. We'll just, we'll just co-op that question from Billy. Give us a call. Leave us a comment. How old would Michael Jordan have to be for you to beat him uh, at your age right now? That you are currently. 
how old do you, how old would you have to be to beat Sammy Sosa in baseball? I don't know. It depends. With the like, roids. Like would I like Sam, could I have roids in me right now? Sammy Sosa gets to use the roids at any age. So if you pick four, it's Sammy Sosa and roids. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Absolutely. Um, Al. So last week you guys saw it. You guys listened to our show. You watched our show last week. You know it. Al Archer had uh, the best week of the year, the best week of a few years, and you conquered it. You are the draft king. You won $15,000 last week. Thank you. So this week, uh, did you go with the same model? How did you change your game? Because you have a bigger bankroll now. What, what was the game plan here? Well, prior to this, I was betting about, 250 a week, 200, 250, um, getting most of it back. Now, now, mind you, you know, I'm good enough for I'll, I'll win at least 80. And that's half cash game. That's half tournament. So that's okay. not all. Uh, but really, I should have been only betting 100, but I was overdoing it because I, I wanted to play that 150 max. Um, so this week I, I doubled it. I thought it'd be fair. Let's go to 500. And uh, so I went to $500, expecting to win like 80% of it back. Worst week ever. I think I, I took back a hundred dollars. Your worst week of the season? I lost four hundred bucks this week. Wow. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. It's almost that's almost an Xbox, Clark. You could find the damn Sure. Thing. Absolutely. But I mean, in the in the scheme of things, that's not a huge hit on your bankroll. I mean, you can bounce back next week. Dropping a buck. And I almost won two grand yesterday with the Bears game. Uh I was ten points from two K. Damn. So are That's the one where you have to pick a captain who scores double points, right? Right. And yeah, then you get like, like five flex in, guys. One and a half. I what don't it, like playing that game. I only play either. that game if the Bears are uh, are playing, and I'm going to watch the game. Yep, I I played it too. I didn't score shit. What did um? What's your strategy on that? Just pick run, the right team captain. Running back as the captain. No, I used Justin Jeffers because I knew the Bears would shut down Thielen for the most part. I think he's still had two two touchdowns. Um. My, my 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 strategy because you have to think how the game's going to play out. My strategy was Minnesota was going to actually have a big uh, passing game, and the Bears were going to limit the running game. The Bears would win the game uh, going through Mooney and running the ball through Nell. Now I was wrong on Nell. I was okay on Mooney. I nailed Justin Jefferson. I had Thielen yep. and I had Cousins, so it, it it worked out good. I mean, it was a small tournament. I think it was like. Two three thousand people. First place was two K. I took twenty third, so I took a little mu- Michael Jordan there. I mean, you you won a little bit of money, so you made back for your from your mistake. Yeah, look, no, it, it's it's one of those where like you need you need to land in the top ten, and I landed at twenty three, so okay. it was a fifteen dollar buy in, and I won forty five bucks. I mean, you know, it's yeah, yeah, I get it, fair. Uh, join in the conversation, leave a message on Facebook live, whatever you got to do. Um, what's your, what's your plan going forward in daily fantasy football? Well, if the Cubs don't call me for a consulting job, uh, you know, now that the, uh, the other guy's gone, I assume they will. This Hoyer is going to need some help. You know what I mean? We, we've, we've been through a Hoyer before his name is Brian and it didn't work (laughs) out. So, um, I mean, they've been a team for years. I mean, the, the decisions weren't all Theo. Sure, it was his game. But, I mean, Jed's been there. It's not like he hasn't been doing the job. 
Clark, you just told me this is a, a Hall of Famer we're losing, a three-time sure. champion of the world. But, I mean, who's to say that Jed Hoyer is not? I mean, they've worked together all this time. They did this thing in Boston together, too, you know? Uh, he had gotten a gig in San Diego, but then when Theo came here, he's like, nah, I'm going to go join you. Let's go do this. And so they, uh, they did it together, and now Jed finally gets to be the star. It's his, it's his team. Let's see what happens. You know, the Cubs have uh, traditionally been terrible. Um, traditionally one of the worst teams in baseball. Uh, but re- recent, garbage. recent World Series champions. Uh, there really haven't been many legit non-cheating champions since the Cubs. Like I'd say, yeah, the Dodgers this year. Uh, but you, you got to take the Astros off there with the cheating scandal. And, and the Boston Red Sox bringing the same cheating scandal as well. I mean, hell, there aren't many legit champions of the last few years. Did they win the World Series? What's that? Did these teams win the World Series? They they cheated to win. Yes. Well, then they're champions. Okay, I mean, bottom fine. line, that's how it works. I mean, it, you know, it works that way in pro wrestling, so what the hell? Amen. Jack Tunney would allow it. Banning reptiles. Banging on trash cans is what they were doing, which, I mean, there's trash cans in pro wrestling, too. There you go. Banning reptiles. Yep. Did the commissioner at least ban trash cans from baseball? No, I don't think they have been. But they did make it so you can't watch watch yourself in the dugout. Like, you can't go and rewatch your at-bat, and you can't analyze your swing anymore, which had become a big part of the game. Like, players... Well, you know, because you sit on the bench while other guys are batting. During that time, players would grab the iPad and watch their last swing and analyze it, figure out how this pitcher's pitching them, really be able to watch it and stuff. And that was an excuse from Javi Baez for his uh, terrible season at the plate. Uh, That was one of his excuses. So we'll see. Um, The the game did change quite a bit. It was a 60-game season. I have no idea what their plan is next year, Al. You've always complained that it's too long. But what I can tell yeah. you is I don't believe that it will be the usual 162-game season next year. Oh, thank God. Speaking so of – some hope. On sports schedules, the NFL. So if, uh, if too much COVID happens, they're going to add another playoff week instead. They may have to cancel a regular week, but they're going to add another team into the playoffs so if the Bears were uh, – I don't even – I can't even talk about that. But if somehow the Bears' off, offense came to life and they were able to stumble into a 10-6, and six, no, that, that's not happening. That's ridiculous. That's, why, would, why would I say anything like that, Al? Yeah, uh, like what do you uh, – I listen, uh, week one – I said this was a terrible team. Week two, I said this was a terrible team. Week three, I said this was a terrible team. We were like five and one. I said this is a terrible team. You know why? Because it's a terrible team. It is bad, man. They don't, they're not good. They're not good at anything. They have, well, defense, of course. But that goes without saying. Their offense is non-existent. I have never seen something so amateur and pathetic in all of my football fandom, and I've been a Bears fan. I've seen some really bad offensive football. Larcher, I think that the offense averaged three yards per play. The offense, I'm not talking about the running game. It was under three yards per play. They, there were more return yards than offensive yards for the Bears yesterday. I mean, what, 
what in the hell is going on? I heard a stat today in four possessions, they had four punts in three yards. They had more punts in, in four possessions than they did yards. They scored that opening kickoff to start the second half to go up. Whoa, yeah, things yeah. were feeling great. 13 to 7 Bears after uh, Cord- Corderell, Cordero uh, scored, uh, had the 104 yard touchdown return. Things looking good. Bears get the ball back after a field goal from, from the Vikings. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Their next possession is all three and outs, Al. Didn't you, you heard it as gained three yards? Three yards. Unfucking real. I mean, I knew this team was bad, but last night, man, and these days, I have to go through a lot to watch a Monday night football game. Like, I pause the game. I don't start it until 8 o'clock because we've got to get the kids to bed. And then I'm fast-forwarding through games. I'm tr- turning my phone off so I can't chat with anybody about it. Ugh, it's, I'm okay. I'll be all right. I'll be fine. Damn, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Buckets, Buckets says uh, he chimed in on that, that the NFL is doing the, uh, the opposite of the NCAA. Yeah, the NCAA. Well, yeah, go ahead. Listen, that you, college kids are different than professionals, right? I mean, there, there's a huge, huge yeah, difference. absolutely, absolutely. There's a isn't there a difference there because some of them it's their job; they're getting paid to do it, right? And college kids are just college kids. Huh. I have to show up and, and drive uh, some truck around and put things on eBay. Like you know, I there's people there's COVID everywhere. I got to go to work. But these kids, if I was in college, I could stay home and do my studies on the Zoom. There you go. Would you want one of those jobs right now where you're you're just working from home? You wake up, you go out, you pour your coffee, you come back, you sit down right in front of the camera all day. You're on it for seven, eight hours. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I don't have to leave the house in the winter in Chicago – Sign me up, my friend. I would. I, I do not have to. I would. Yeah. I mean, I would get the Amazon delivery. I can have a nice hot cup of tea as I'm working all day. That Amazon delivery's come in handy, man. I, I had to. I had to use them for groceries because uh, I'm home with the kids. There, there's no time to go grocery shopping right now because uh, we're stuck. They added another week, Al, since last week because the other teacher got COVID. So uh, we're through Thanksgiving week, home with both girls. That's well, where I we're sitting. You were making wings and uh, Ooh, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire shaking things and <laughs> oh, doing all kinds oh. of cooking. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire, dear. Was that Mrs. Doubtfire, dear? That's pretty much the Robin Williams accent from that, right? Oh, dear. You don't know. I, you, you just, I, I love your mom. Oh, is that pretty good? Oh, it doesn't have any French, stupid poop. <laughs> that's, that's my only. That's uh, that's a Goonies mom. Uh, throw yeah, mama yeah. from the train. Yeah. Mama from the train. Uh, doesn't have any friends. Buggets, I'm not sure who the saucy dogs are, but sure. Saucy dogs. Saucy dogs? Uh, I don't know the so- saucy dogs either. I think it's saucy. Maybe he means saucy nugs. I was tweeting about the saucy nugs because barbecue, there's barbecue wings, and then they have what they call boneless wings, but boneless wings aren't real. Like, my wife has always ordered boneless wings, and I'm like, you're ordering fucking popcorn chicken or nuggets. Like, what are you doing? That You don't call them wings. And then a couple weeks ago, somebody talked to a couple months ago, some dude became internet famous for 15 minutes when he uh, went to the Lincoln, Nebraska, I believe, 
uh, Lincoln, Nebraska city council. And he asked that they would stop using the, that. They would ban the term boneless chicken wings. No, those were saucy nugs, nugs like nuggets, saucy nugs, buckets. That's what I cooked. <sighs> yeah, well, Buckets deals with a whole different kind of saucy nug. Yes, he does. So. Which he, he delivers that in California, where that's just that's just the job of the people in California. It should be a job here too now that it's recreational. Am I wrong? Sure. Did you see we did it out? This is big news. This happened in the news this week. You and I, if you ever bought legal marijuana here in the state of Illinois, you just helped save 350 city workers' jobs. I've never bought legal weed in the state of Illinois. Okay. Well, then those of us who have, those Not of us one who follow the rules, who are big rules. <laughs> yeah, uh, they said that uh, 350 city jobs were saved by the amount of money that the city made off of uh, marijuana sales. So, way to go, guys. You know, maybe if that mayor go. would do a little less community theater, we'd, uh, we'd get some things done. <laughs> This woman, every time I look, she's doing an SNL skit on that, that Facebook. She's, and then, uh, they're not good. But, no, what the hell. Uh, let's see. We need an update. Billy, oh, no, Buckets, they're not saucy. They're not saucy dogs. Whatever, just stop. They're not. That's not what they are. Dogs. Get on out of here. Billy wants an update. Uh, apparently, Buckets is... Getting us to go for some, we're going to Buck. Uh, we're going over to Brand's new place out in the middle of Indiana. Are you going? I'm talking to you. Wait, are you pretending to be frozen? He's out. Oh, he's ducking the question. Guys, give us a call seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. I don't know. You know that JB lives life fast, going to restaurants and whatnot during the pandemic. <laughs> oh boy, that opening up a can of worms there. Uh, yeah, uh, as you know, I did state that I would not be going if there's any bed sharing. That's the bottom line. NCAA sure? tournament's going to be in Indy. I bet you snore too. Yeah, uh, there, there's been issues. I've been wearing the strips. I may have to like call. You know, the, on the. Uh, on Sports Talk Radio, they always advertise for sleep solutions and oh, things like that. Testosterone. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm a, no, not the low T, but yeah, sure, I might be tea. there. I, I might, I might need to do the T. Low T, not low testosterone. Low T. Every time I get tired in the afternoon, I'm like, God damn, it's got to be low T. God, they know their audience so well. And I listened to sports radio when I was younger, and all these ads were going. I'm like, who needs that shit? Who needs testosterone? And I'm like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. Oh, Conrad and those fucking uh, dick commercials. Oh Not stop. Uh, that Parkins does them, too. They're, everybody's doing them. Yurkovich on the other station in town, they all do them. It's podcasts do all of those ads. Uh, I love. I, I like that your buddy Andrew gets tilted every time Jim Ross does a, uh, a Blue Chew commercial. Oh, he yeah, he can't handle it. Like he he's done. He but then he keeps listening to all of those podcasts. I'll be damned. Well, this is riveting. Yeah, Buckets wants us to go for the NCAA tournament. It, you're going to become a college fo- college basketball fan, Al. Who says I'm not already? I know. I might want to stay in Indy. I might have a contact in Indy to go stick around, you know? 
Yeah, I know. There's there's closer option. I love JB. I'd like to go. Maybe I'll do one night lake. there. One night there. That that could be. Like I want to. Yeah, I want to go hang out at the lake. Not not drive an hour and a half to Indy. Less than three yards per play for the Bears' offense. There's no offense. And did you hear the news today? Foles is probably okay. I heard terrible news. What? <laughs> Well, number one, I don't. I was laughing when he was getting carted off, and I've never. I take that very serious. Yeah, I know. Like, like I you don't be, laugh at I people get getting hurt. I weep when people get get carted. You do but for some reason. The way he was just laying. Well, all oh, the way that that camera shot from up above, just looking down, and he's just there's people around him. You're like they broke Nick Foles. He has been broken and fucking half. As God is my witness, this man here is broken. It was sad. <laughs> It's okay to laugh today about it because last night, because he's okay. Because he's okay. They kept, they kept showing it on replay. They're like, all right, there's Mick Foles. Yep. All I kept thinking at that time was, <laughs> all I kept thinking at that time, though, was like, let's just, who I, I called, I thought Fails was still the backup. I forgot it's Tyler Bray. But when Bray came in, I'm like, man. I would have liked to see this kid with like two minutes and 30 seconds. Couldn't have this have happened, you know, with two minutes left at least yeah. like, not that he would have won or anything, but you would have at least gotten to see something, but there was like 34 seconds left. There was nothing to be done. It was just, yeah. Uh, Rex could be the quarterback. I don't know. Al. Um, I think it was an emotional breakdown. Like I think something happened in his head because they say the back is very connected to the mind. Oh, that might be something. So, yeah, I think he just broke. What <laughs> guy? Like, <sighs> you knew he wasn't hurt. That was it's just problem. so sad. They kept, they kept showing the replay, and it was like, I, he's fine. I don't. Yeah, understand. he just doesn't want to play the last forty seconds of the game. He's like, that's it. I'm done. They're not blocking. But and then the announcers start laying out thick. They're uh, like, this guy is so loved in Chicago that if the uh, if there was a death duel between him and the 100-year-old lady from the, the basketball, the Loyola basketball team, if, if they were in a death duel, they would take Nick Foles. They were saying that about Foles? They were talking him up? I missed that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. The greatest, the, the, we love America, Chicago. Uh, the Monday Night Football crew is okay, but Steve Levy there, um, you know, it's his first year doing it. He tried to credit a sack that was for Rokon Smith. He he gave that credit to Daniel Danny Trevathan, and Trevathan wasn't anywhere near it. Like, he just missed the number completely. Got to call that one out. Uh, Rokon Smith looking good. The defense looking great. Do you think he's on the take? Who? Levy? Yeah, the, yeah, Levy. Oh, he's got to he's got to credit Tre- he's got to get side cash from Trevathan or yeah. who would be giving him that money? Trevathan, like, hey, you know, right. uh, nobody knows the difference between any of us. What number is Danny Trevathan? Uh, fifty six. Nope, that might be wrong. Fifty nine. I'm gonna go with fifty nine. Fifty eight. I think it is fifty eight. See, I mean, I love this Bears defense. He probably looked at his sheet the there. Yeah, I know. Well, it's because they're all so damn good. Buster Screen, Buster Screen, maybe a little suspect there, but I mean, everything else. Hicks, man, you could tell he he wasn't coming back in. He was pissed. 
He yeah, he was talking to himself. Yeah, yeah we he got was. Team Weirdos, man. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on. Did you, you hear this guy on the sideline muttering to himself like a homeless guy? That you have Nick Foles laying on the ground in some weird posing. Allen Robinson walking down to the other end of the sideline, just talking to himself, like just staring. And his his agent tweeting during the game about giving him the damn ball. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, God. I heard there's some Allen Robinson issues now. Big Al Robinson, nobody's ever said a bad word about this guy. No. He is like Mother Teresa. So yep. if and if he would have caught just one less ball, I would have beaten Jimmy in Ross's league this week, motherfucker. I sat Cam Newton for that stupid, uh, what the guy's name, Luck or Lock? <laughs> Where's that jersey? Oh, you, mean, the guy, in the you mean Drew Lock, the guy whose jersey you bought last week? That's amazing. Yeah. You started him this week? Just riding that one. Yeah. You didn't play him much though in your in the in DraftKings though, did you? Oh, he was, well. No. You know what? More way more than the field, but I think the field was like four percent. I was like twelve. Yeah. Which I think was about where I was with Josh Allen. For some reason, man, the model did not like Josh Allen this week. Okay. Which I think was an okay call, if I'm not mistaken. He did pretty. He did okay, right? I mean, they had that yeah. shootout. Wow, that DeAndre Hopkins catch. That was fun. Man. That was fun. I mean, about, three guys around about, him. How about the Texans just getting rid of him? Like, what insanity was that? I don't know what the hell's going on there. That's re- is like that makes me feel. I'd want to say it makes me feel good about the Chicago Bears as a franchise, like seeing that asinine thing. But could you imagine that on top, like letting DeAndre Hopkins go? for next trading him away for next to nothing with this bears team. And you see the offense, like that's kind of what's happening to them in Houston. Now that their offense is non-existent, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're up and down, man. They're really up and down. So you're big into the uh, pro football focus stuff. You you, you know, your way around that site. Did you happen to catch who the, uh, the number one overall uh, bears player was from last night? In a pro fantasy, uh, pro pro football focus score. Let me think about this. I I did, so I'm, I'm guessing here. Um, and can you put a I like just guess a score? I know you know their score system better than I do, right? Yeah, it's out of a hundred. Yeah. like eighty would be really good. Okay. Ninety four would be like awesome. Okay. Um, I'm gonna guess Cordell Patterson at a. Fifty-four. Um, no, and I I probably should have said it could be anybody on the offense, not just. So, is it the punter or the kicker? No, it's a lineman. Like I don't think Patterson's. Uh, I, I don't think his uh, special teams would count towards yeah, this. Yeah. So, um, it was actually uh, left tackle Charles Leno, who allowed one hurry on thirty-five pass blocking snaps with an eighty-five point one overall. Which, as okay. you said, isn't terrible. So the news, but you don't want your day. linemen to be the best, right? right? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, you do. Oh, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, you do. Pretty important to position. Well, if, which our line has been mediocre at best for years. The story going into the game was if the Bears' offensive line could get the job done, they should win the game. And the Chicago Bears 
cart just disappeared. The Chicago Bears did the job at the offensive line, and yet they still didn't win the game. Like, there's so many problems with this team. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, would you agree with that? It was – the thought was our offensive line was so horrible the week before in te- with Tennessee right. that they were just halfway decent. We might be able to get somewhat of a production right. out of our offense. Right, like Minnesota doesn't have the, the – their defense has been allowing points to everybody. And front line that, you know, just a few years ago was really damn good for the Vikings, that's gone. Like, yeah. they should have been able to run right up his ass. Um Lamar Miller must not have much left in the tank. I mean, they put him in a few times, but when you're running Patterson as the running back, the majority of the time, like what do we expect is going to happen here? I was so tilted playing all. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't hear the news that uh, I didn't even know he was on the team. I'm going to be completely honest. Right. So when I saw him out there, I was like, Oh no. And yeah, he's toast, man. You know, Jordan Howard got released no. two days ago, too. Yeah, but what does so, that mean? I mean, he's toast, too. Yeah. The Bears the aren't picking him up. Like, yeah, he's done. They had a they had a young guy who was getting it done. I don't know. Other teams seem to find a new guy to step into that hole, and I, I just I don't see it for the Bears, for their offense. Well, the good news, Al, is there's a bye week, and then they get to play again. Is it Sunday night football? Is it yeah, a su- it is Sunday night? night? I know it's a prime time against the Packers. Can't flex yet? Is that the issue here? Like, you know, Sunday night games can get flexed at some point, but apparently it's not this week because there's no way that they would put the Bears on on night again. I, I just I, – I don't see how they could possibly do that. Seven six zero four five. Packers. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an old rivalry game, but yeah, I agree. I mean, the Bears... but that should be the one game of the year that the Bears are on right now, or one game every two years that they get a night game is against the Packers. They shouldn't have multiple night games. It just shouldn't be happening. And it happens because they had a good season two years ago. Last year was a down year. This year could have been a bounce back year. And it happens because we're the third biggest market in the nation. Right. Well, sh- sure. Yeah. I mean, we're the third biggest television market and we watch football. Right. Uh, but you had to have known the Bears were bad going into the season. Like there was a sliver of hope where you're like, well, maybe. But if you were being honest with yourself, you knew what we were going to get. Like uh, if yeah. I'm a television executive, I'm betting that this is what exactly what we're seeing is what was going to happen. Like, how do you schedule that many games for the Bears to be in prime time? Like, just embarrassing. <sighs> yeah. And, you know, a lot of people were picking the Bears to finish dead last. You know, and I I didn't quite see it, but, hell, I mean, now I do. Shit, Al, they, they won a couple of games just by the skin of their teeth. It seems like all that other teams have figured out to do now is, hey, at the end of the game, don't let them pull that bullshit anymore where they score a couple points and, and, and they win the game. That's yeah. what we're seeing. Well, I wasn't impressed with the running game before, you know, Montgomery got hurt. I wasn't impressed with the offensive line. You know, the receivers, I thought there was a little bit of hope there, but you know, how, how can you really judge them when you have, you know, Mick folds who, who listen, this guy, uh, uh, I thought he was going to be better than, 
Grossman or whatever the hell, Chabinsky. I thought he, I thought he was going to be a lot better than, than Mitch Mitch T. Um, and I thought that's all he, they needed, maybe. He gets out there, right? Just somebody above average or average. I'll take. I'll settle for average. Mm-hmm. He gets out there, and somehow he is worse than Mitch Trubisky. I don't. Trubisky has the mobility, right? Is that the thing that makes Mitch better? Well, I don't know. I saw Foles miss guys like crazy last night, just with bad passes in the wrong spot and things like that. I don't. He's he's bad. He's he's not good. He's he's ineffective. And I know it is hard to come by quarterbacks in this league, but when you strike out this long, it's just maddening. Everybody's talking today, Al, and we've got to ask the question. I, I guess because everybody else is it. When when do when does Nagy go and when does Pace go? Um. You know, I I think yesterday would be too soon. I heard I heard that that idiot Hub Arkes was just a piece of shit. <laughs> I heard him. I heard this guy talking, what? and when he sticks with football, he makes a lot of sense. You know, like you stay in your lane, pal. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He should hear that. I know. I know. There's a thing like you. Oh, you can't say that. No, I'm saying it. Stay in your fucking lane. This guy, when he uh, what? I don't hear Hub talk about other things. Does he tweet about it? Don't get me started. So okay. this how this how is. I think he had a point. Look, the salary cap is decreasing next year. Do you, um, say, do you call it a salary cap? Salary. Yeah. Well, there should be a salary cap too. S a l whatever it is. S a l e r y. S a l a r y. I hope that's right. Wow. Yeah, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the vegetables. This has been you know, spelling with Larcher and Lawrenson. Oh, ants on a log. I'm not talking about that stuff. Bumps on a log. Yes. I got to make those for the kids tomorrow. Boom, Al. Shit, I don't have celery. Oh. What do you What do you call them? Bumps on a log. Bugs on a log. Bugs. Ants on a log. Bumps on a log is cocaine. It is. I've never heard that term. You're doing bumps on a log. No, the kids. No, the kids aren't doing that. No, 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 no. Especially if the FBI is watching. Uh, no, we'll do we'll do a little peanut butter on some celery with some uh, cranberries, maybe dried cranberries. Mm, that's good. There you go. You know what I? You know what I just discovered in the store. It's too Uh-oh. late now. Oh, there. you're driving around a lot. Are you stopping at convenience stores? No, no, no. I stay away from that shit. Okay. Right. I drink I drink water during the day. I drink coffee and water. Okay, that'll do. I might get, I might get a well. You know what? I've been eating a lot of that stinky pooper uh, Popeye's sandwich. Okay, uh, so you've been doing a fast food drive-through. Is that a daily thing for the Popeye sandwich, or twice a week? Where are we there? The I've done Popeyes the driving gig. Uh, Popeye's is once a week. It's salad the rest of the week. Nice. That's good. That's a good call. That sandwich is good. It's it, better than Culver's. I mean, the hype is real. I really like that chicken sandwich. Am I wrong? I just can't stand that commercial with that guy slobbering. He's, he gets a, he bites it. It sounds like a stuffed pig. I don't, like, I don't know what the hell's going on. There's mayonnaise coming off his face. How do they put that on TV? That's what needs to be censored is that right there. Uh, so what I discovered is peanut butter jelly ice cream. Whoa. Like uh, Ben and Jerry's? Or, yeah, or a similar. Brand. Yeah, yeah. The generics make some good stuff there. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Brandon wants to know if somebody said chicken. Damn right, Popeyes, man. Brandon, uh, good game this week. I thought you for sure had me had me beat in the ESPN, but I I noticed that your loss to me this week uh, encouraged you to make a trade. Al, what as commissioner, did you take a look at that trade yet? I didn't get a chance to see it, but I do know that Brandon made a trade in, saw, your, in your league. It was, it was a large trade. Yeah, I didn't put it. Through, I didn't put it through the uh, system yet. No, me but neither. But we got to like. We've got to get to the bottom of it just to make sure. It seemed okay, right? It seemed okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go take a look a at of, here. It was a lot of players. That's a, that's all I remember. It's like a three man trade. So. All right, so big old TDs uh, trades. TJ Hawkinson. Are you there? Do you want me to wait a second here? Yeah, I'm pulling up Draft Wizard. Now. All right, let's see here. So yeah. And they traded with the Adams family. This is a trade between big old TDs. You know, Brandon was very upset with a trade a couple a week ago. I know. Very you mentioned that last week. You did. He, he got on you. So that's why I just want to give this thing its due process. I mean, if you're a guy who's going to complain about trades, then other people need to check out your trades. Am I wrong? Like, we just well, need to. I, 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 listen, unless a trade is so lopsided, I'm, I'm never going to say shit. All right. So big old TDs trades. TJ Hawkinson. Uh-huh. Clyde Edwards Alaire. Devontae Parker in the Adams family trades C.D. Lamb, Tyler Higby, and Kenyon Drake. All right, hold on here. Again, the damn thing. The damn thing. All right, all right. right. Again, it's it's big old TDs trading T.J. Hawkinson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Devontae Parker. And uh, the Adams family is uh, C.D. Lamb. Those are three starters. Yep. C.D. Lamb, Tyler Higby, and Kenyon Drake. Mm. Of course, uh, Hawkinson's with Detroit. Edwards Alaire is with KC. Parker's with Miami. And then uh, Lamb, Dallas, Higby is with the Rams. And Drake is with the Cardinals. Look, so, uh, Hawkinson's a much better play than Higby. Yeah. That, that's the first thing that jumps out. Um, and I, And I would say... I would say Hawkinson's a top 10 tight end. Higby's 15 through 20. I mean, he, he's getting the targets, though, but there's two tight ends there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what league is this? Uh, let me just pull the league up here. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it's okay. that the, It's a reach, but it's at the tight end position, so I'm not, like, overly concerned. Parker's a really good uh, quarterback. Or I'm sorry, a uh, wide receiver right. who's got a who's got a brand new court, uh, quarterback uh, that could get interesting. Like that could okay. be a decent uh, upgrade for him. Uh, but he's trading that away. Right? right, right. And who's the receiver he's getting? Um, Higby, Lamb, Lamb, CD Lamb. Mm. Yep. Man. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see here. All right, let's get here. We go. I'm, I'm just up there now. Let's go trade analyzer. It's all good. And what's the third? So it's a wide receiver because it's positions. It's tight end, wide receiver, and running back, right? Yep. It's hard to say because Clyde Edwards Hilaire has lost a lot of value since the draft. Like, no question about that. Right. Where Hawkinson has gained a lot of value from the draft. 
since the draft. Um, all right, let's go big old TDs. Yeah. Uh, let's trade. Trade. Guys, you want to give us a call at any point at 760 454 8834. 760 454 8834. Trade analyzer. And you are watching on Facebook Live. You're listening wherever you get your podcasts, or you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio. That's where we take your calls 760 454 8834. And we do appreciate you interacting with the show. We've been interactive since 2012. We're going to keep doing that. There you go. All right. Uh, CC Lamb. Who's who's the Adams family giving up? CC Lamb. Um, hang on a second, brother. Yep, CC Lamb, Tyler Higby, and Kenyon Drake. All right, hold on. Everything is slow today. It's all good. I swear. Who's listening? I mean, it's fine. Yeah, no, no. People are, people are bored out of their mind right now. CC Lamb and Kenyon Drake. Brandon's sitting there steaming on this. He's like, these assholes are figuring this out. They're putting it in their computers. They are. They are. <laughs> all right. So now, now who's he? He's giving up. Uh... I'd be steaming on it. That's for sure. Oh, man. Oh, it changed to my yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus, larger this thing. It's its fault. Maybe you could tell me about your game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got you got hit yesterday. You got rear-ended. I got sideswiped. So I'm in an alley. They just loaded up a bunch of shit in the back of the truck, like scrap metal. I'm gonna take to the scrap metal yard, which I love that place. Just a bunch of guys driving around with forklifts, being like, "Hey, go over there, man, over there." Awesome. That's great. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I'm parked in the alley. They just loaded up the damn back of the truck. And all of a sudden, I see a guy speeding down the alley. You know, the alley before the alley. So the alley behind me. Right. You know, there's a street and then another alley. He's in the other alley. Oh, he's on the alley across the street. So he, he starts honking. He starts honking to cross the crossroad there. Crosses the street. Now he's in my alley. And I'm like, this guy's got to see me, like, parked here. I'm like, I'm I'm just turning – the car isn't even on yet. Like, I'm about to turn the ignition. I'm like, well, I'm going to see if he wants me to move right away or if he's going to try to sneak by me. Right. All of a sudden, he just, like – Guns it. Guns it. He must have hit the bumper of the truck, which it's, it's a big box truck. So it's just a steel bumper. It tore the side of the vehicle. And all I see is that his side window is shattering. The passenger window – all these windows start shattering and his bumper falls off. He gets past me and I'm shook. I'm like, you know, what the hell's going on? Like, I, you know, I'm right. Like, no, trying to figure shit. out what's going on. He keeps going. Like, I'm like, his car's destroyed. And he's like, gone. He keeps going and he just takes off. And then the guys in the shop come running out. They're like, what the hell was that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Man. Did you get out and look? Yeah, all the, there was glass broken. How much everywhere. damage on the truck? There was no the truck somehow. I have no idea. Not a scratch on it. And you shook. Did you shake back and forth a little bit, or like yeah, anything? I felt impact, and I heard crashing. But okay, thankfully it was all his shit crashing. Okay, so I got Kenyon Drake, CC Lamb, and Higby. 
I'm going. I'm going Hawkinson. Yeah. So and, so far, Brand with Hawkinson, Brandon's winning the trade slightly. Yeah. Edwards Alaire. Oh. Ooh. And there's more. Man. Okay. And Devontae Parker. Oh man. What what's happening here? How bad is this? It's a seven percent. Wait. Seven percent in Adam's family favor? Yes. Oh no. Brandon, Adam's what is family. this shit? Adam's family's gaining seven percent. Big old TDs is taking a loss of negative eight point two percent. What are you shitting me? Like, I don't care if trades are anywhere within like a 5% change. You go over five, I start look, getting concerned. I'm, I'm not going to say shit on this trade because. So I shouldn't vote. Just let it go. Let it ride. I mean. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to have the league where everybody's objecting to everybody's trades. That's why I kind of, I, I'm a dictator. Yeah, but, but that messes it up. If you, if you swing it back the other way, then, you know, like you gotta, you gotta play it even. You're overcompensating. Well, let, let's see what it does. Let's just see what the rest of the season that the experts think uh, of the league. Right Should now. we look at the standings and uh, see if anybody's already in the playoffs? Is the well, playoff that's what picture? I'm thinking. If, if this really helps Joe, if this really helps uh, uh, Adam's family, then I got. Then you got to start questioning. If it doesn't really, and then Brandon had a problem with the trade the other week. Uh, maybe we should look at that. And we should give that an analyzer. I can't find that damn thing. It, it, the, the transactions don't go back far enough right now. I remember, uh, that, but it was a couple weeks ago. I mean, you're right. You're ranked number one. Obviously. Oh, okay. Yep. I, oh, I forgot that. Beef is too. I mean, Brandon. Brandon and I both had terrible weeks this week. He, he should have won that game. Like, I, it was. Brandon's bad. at four and six with an eight percent chance of making the playoffs. Okay. Uh, and Joe's on his way there. Joe, Joe's already in the playoffs. He has an eighty-nine percent chance of making them. Twelve percent chance of winning the the, the league. So, I mean, it's helping him a lot. That probably moves him above Scott, maybe Billy. He's not. But there, you, you guys are all eight and two, and Joe's six and four. Right. So, right. Um, I mean, it's it's just him trying to get in a position to win the league. Yeah. I, um, Billy has a chance to be the number one team in the league, too. He He could get the, the number one seed. I mean, it, it's still up for grabs there, but All right. wow, Scott now lost. Let's... So he's six and seven. Huh. I'm pretty sure I have the Billy trade here. Let me see. Because now we should look at that and see if it was worth it. Uh, which I already did, and I, I didn't think it was that crazy. Hmm. Now, so you know, Scott and I are going to do a trade. I'm giving up Mozart and Hazy for Gibson. All right. Let's look at Mozart. Um, this is a very, very exciting, uh, compelling oh, yeah. podcast. Yeah. We're, we're knocking it out of the park now. 
Again, next week, guys, you're going to have to tune in a half hour earlier if you want to watch live or listen live on Blog Talk Radio and watch on Facebook Live. You'll need to tune in at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. That'll get you there. So do you think the Bears have any chance of beating the Green Bay Packers? I mean, the Packers look like shit this week. My guess on that is about uh, 11% chance to win the game. It's just the Aaron Rodgers thing. Like, he'll find yeah. a way to score on the defense, and I can't trust that the offense can score. If, if they couldn't put up points this week, then, uh, yeah, I don't see them putting up points. Um, they do have the bye week. I don't think that matters at all for the Bears. It never has felt that way. Was that – did they have a bye week before they played the Patriots a few years back? This was before Nagy and stuff, but they uh, they had back-to-back weeks where they lost like 50 to 10. And I think one was the Packers and one was the Patriots. And uh, the one, yeah, the one was after a bye week, which is just ridiculous. To have your ass handed to you after a bye week. And, and I'm not a – like, who the hell am I? I've never been in an NFL locker room, but that's crazy. You've never been in an NFL locker room? I – I actually was in an, I was at Soldier Field. I was in the locker room at Soldier Field. I ran like a 10-mile race or something. But never, ever, ever bring fireworks into uh, the sacred grounds of the Bears' uh, Hallis Hall. Hall. No, don't go up there with that. Nope. Not at all. <sighs> One time we pulled into the parking lot at Hallis Hall and Clark may or may not have had something under the seat. He didn't want he didn't want anybody to find. And for well, some reason, we couldn't go in. I may like, have had it. Only only I had marijuana on that trip. It was you, me, and Eric going uh, going you, on you in that crazy. car. Yeah. So what? They're like the bears care that you have weed on you. Like they're gonna stop and frisk you. Yeah, but I don't. Like, I don't. Like you boys got you got some marijuana on you. You can't be a Bears fan anymore. That was like 2013 or 2014. That's unreal. Thinking thinking about it, how long ago that was. Unreal. It has been a while. Hey Al, I have the uh, I see the Sturgill sign back there um, from the the tour that we saw him when we saw him. Was that at the Riviera? We did see him at the Riviera. Yeah. Yeah. June 3rd of 2016. That's when we saw him? Uh-huh. Wow. I have a photographic memory. Yeah, you just read it on the banner. And a poster on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, but that, that new album where he recut all of his a lot of his songs, and uh, it's bluegrass, called Cutting Grass, and it's John Deere green and yellow. Yeah. Two, yeah, two, yeah. two, uh, two vinyl set. I ordered that from a local place over in Andersonville. Shit, I forget the name of it now, but. Through his website, you could order from a local store so you could support local. Nice work from Sturgill there. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Gimmicky. Yeah. yeah, it is, but, I mean, shit, times like these, supporting local, is the it's the gimmick, and it's needed, I think, to try. Yeah, that was nice of him. Yeah, you know. You know. You did find that trade? Yeah, it's lopsided too, but I don't think I have all the right pieces. Hasty's on IR. I can't remember if he was going into that. Mm-hmm. Gibson. 
I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? I'm gonna allow. I'm gonna allow them all. Unless things get crazy, I'm not gonna. Hey, do you have any suggestions for me on uh, what I can, what what I should do with my children to help them uh, be smart uh, while I'm home with them as their main influence five days a week at this time? Well, teach them professional wrestling. Watch old videos. Oh, uh, like what? What what era exactly, and what federation? I would go to like primetime wrestling, 1980s uh, WWE. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Gorilla, you know. Okay. Do you think I should run this? You think I should run this by Lauren first, or just just no. go for it? Yeah, just no. go for it. Yep. All right. Fair. Got it. That's. I'll give that a shot. I went with Back to the Future too as our uh, our daytime movie today. Try not to do too many movies, but you know. When you say daytime movie, it sounds like this is a regular thing. It's time for the daytime movie. The day happens every day. There's a daytime every day. Let me tell you about survival, Al. Sometimes you're just surviving. And some days you're just surviving. So sometimes there's a movie of the day. Fair? Sure. sure. All right. The daytime movie. You don't get the uh, the whole old HBO intro. No, no, no. Have you done uh have you done Home Alone? No. Home Alone would be a that'll be a good one this year. Hazel's at the age where it it's getting fun. Like we have conversations now. She'll she'll be four in April. She's starting to have conversations. By next year in the year after, Home Alone will start to be a lot of fun. She, but I worry because she may be like smart enough to actually set up paint cans to drop into my face, you know? You've got to be careful. This is parenting with Clark, my friend. Brandon says WCW Saturday night, 91 to 94. Oh, I like that. Okay. A lot of gimmicks, a a lot of uh, kid gimmicks and what have you. That could be fun. No, there's probably, there's probably some blood there. I think I got to go with like the, the eighties wrestling, what I grew up on. Like you had the big cop, big boss, man. You had the garbage man, you know? I need gimmicks like that. The, 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 the cowboys, uh, the, the native Americans, you know, Tatanka and shit, like, like the love Buckets, that stuff. Huge, Buckets was a huge Tatanka fan. He has an autographed picture of Tatanka. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Hell no. That's fantastic. I think Billy got him. If I'm not mistaken. I think Billy, just to tie all our listeners together, uh, in lieu, um, Billy, I think, got my Disney account. I don't have a Disney account. Well, this is fucking e- you sign into ESPN and it's now Disney. Come on, man. Um, what's with the traffic? What is what is this? What is this noise? What is going on? 
This is the uh, 1983 opening credits for the HBO Saturday Night Movie of the Week. Or maybe Friday Night Movie of the Week. Sorry, Clark. Some of us were poor and didn't have HBO. I don't know what it was. Like, It's like when cable first came to Kirkland, cable. And I remember, you know, I, there was a top a set on top of the box without a remote on top of the TV, and you, you turned it. And HBO was just always included in the cable. I don't know if, like, I don't know if it was that expensive then or if it just stayed on the package, so we kept it. I have no idea. So that's how I had HBO as a kid, Al. That was it. Wow. Calling that one back from Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. I may go take a look at that here tonight. Is there going to be a point where you don't watch the Bears games this season? Man, I think Billy kind of fleeced Scott a little. I kind of get what Brandon was saying, but... Uh-oh, what's the trade? It was uh, Raheem Mosert, Brother Mosert, and uh, Jamichael Hasty for Antonio Gibson and Greg Ward. Billy obviously didn't care about Greg Ward. Wait, Al's beef traded. Yeah, yeah, Al's beef is getting Greg is getting into. Antonio Gibson's a good player. Like that's a top fifteen running back. Uh, that's a premium. Where I don't think Mozart's a premium. Mozart's a premium because San Francisco's got like sixteen running backs, and uh, Hasty, you know, is one of them. Yeah, and then and then you get you get you're getting Gibson, and I like getting Ward. Billy dropped him, but uh, yeah, I, I think Gibson was getting Gibson was a good get for him. Wow, so you yeah. say yeah, yeah, Billy got the better of this by pretty good. Yeah, that's did. what we're so, asking you, the listener. Leave a message there. Uh, did Billy get the better of Scott in this trade? Did it happen? So if Joe feels like he needs to get the better, and he he works out a deal there. Hey, listen, I mean, I, yeah. The Wild West, I, as long as it's not like crazy, you know. I gotta get rid of the kiss face on there. I don't know why I have that. That's ridiculous. Oh, I've got to yeah, get that screen off too. There we go. I don't know how I'm associated with that. Yeah, how could you ever kiss face? <sighs> so we're going a half hour earlier next week. That'll be Is good. It? I I sleep earlier these days, so that's great. Good. So if it works for you, it works for me. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good thing. So, you know, I mean, it's 8 o'clock right now. You know, I, uh, I go to bed now at 1. It's hard times. Hard times, baby. Hard Man, times. a night like tonight, it might be more like 9.30 after a Bears game last night. But uh, it'll probably be 10.30 or 11, something like that. Yeah. I mean, i got to be at work at 10. So, I mean, that's nice. That is nice. That's a that's a fun schedule. I've uh I've got I get up at six five thirty six o'clock. Start my day. It's fun. Why don't you tell those kids, hey, we're doing a little something different today. We're going back to sleep. I don't usually see them till seven. I'm doing other things though, you know. Yep. Ah uh, man. Yeah, well, Roman Reigns, the big tribal chief, uh, looks like he's going to be facing uh, Drew McIntyre Sunday. 
Uh, that should be are, pretty good. Are they both champions? Yeah, both champions. Uh, is Roman universal? Yeah, he's. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know the difference between the two anymore. Oh yeah, they they switched him around. Um. Yeah, and then Drew McIntyre beat Randy Orton Monday to win the title on Raw. Okay. So you got Drew versus uh, Roman at the Survivor Series. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then the tribal that that Jay Uso is heading up Team Roman in the Survivor Series. Oh. Raw versus SmackDown match. Okay. Okay. That'll be interesting. So what if if he fucks that up? Does the Tribal Chief come down on him? Yeah, well, like, the Tribal Chief's not happy with the way he's been acting. So. Okay, so he's got to figure this shit out. Oh my gosh! Hell, they brought out the the old fellas, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Couple, they, they look like ladies. <laughs> couple weeks back, because they had the grass skirts on, didn't they? They did. They were wearing. Oh. They were wearing. Uh, you know. They should have had him in fucking suits, right? Put him in suits. Listen, I think that might be cultural, uh, some kind of cultural insult. I don't know. <laughs> that's their. That's I think their putting him in the grass suits might be cult, like the insult. I have no idea though. Who knows? Uh, no, that family isn't doing anything they don't want to do. No, no, they're not. Huh. One one call to their cousin, The Rock, and it's over. He'll shut the WWE down. Jesus. Or if if the old man's uh football league folds due to COVID nineteen, he'll just sweep in and buy the some bitch. Shine it up real nice, turn it sideways and roll. Right, right up its candy ass. Let's see, who's who are the quarterbacks popping in the model this week? A little fantasy Oh lines. Yeah, get get our get our uh we'll get to our talking about next week in fantasy football. Els, uh, your very preliminary peak. Again, these days you're doing, you're taking a look at it tonight, and then you kind of really get get to work by Friday after work. Yeah, especially in these COVID times. I like I uh, I don't like starting something and then finding out, you know, the Saints are you know, everyone has COVID and like everything I've worked towards is screwed and everything I planned is is gone. So yeah, that makes sense. I kind of start I kind of start thinking about my stacks and wh- what games I want to attack. I start looking at the over unders on the week to see what teams what games I want to go at. Um, yep. Hmm. Yeah. Remember a couple of weeks ago when we built a team on this show and it didn't go anywhere. Well, one guy, somebody got hurt. Yeah, there was second. an injury that that kind of hurt us. Absolutely. Oh man, yeah. There's some uh, some interesting plays here. Yeah, I'll make sure I'm looking at. The... Yeah, let me just double check my list here, but I'm uh, I'm right there with you. You know, like I'm just taking a look at the uh, just seeing you know a couple of couple of uh, who who would be the good value plays like uh, like undervalued is Ben Roethlisberger at eight thousand five hundred. Because he's he's gonna score big. I don't even see him in my. Tua, Tua might be pretty decent to go for. I would think. I don't know. Who's Tua play? Uh, you got Tua at Denver. Uh-huh. So luck, uh, the lock, Drew Lock. 
No, realistically, here's what I'm looking at. Justin Abert, $6,800, popping in the model. He's my highest rated guy in the, in the model right now. He's playing the Jets. The Jets can't do anything. Okay. Uh, you got He's a mobile quarterback under $7,000, which is key. Like, you, you want to be in that price range. He's right at 6800 6, a little more than I would like. Uh, but his mobility is worth that price. And I assume the over-under in that game, 47, it's not, not great. Uh, Weather's looking not good. Not bad either. Weather's going to be good there. All right. And the Jets, you know, the Jets are a fun team because sometimes they fight back. And when they do, that's when you start getting into sort of shootout potential. And, uh, yeah, Aber, Herbert, it, it's actually the second highest over-under on the week. Very low over-and-unders over this week. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee, Baltimore at 49. What about Green, Green Bay? Green Bay, uh, Indy is at 51. Or is that now? Is that on the main seeing? slate? Yeah, that's at 425. Well, three, 325 local here. But uh, maybe your model doesn't have them quite there. That's just what I was seeing. Oh, they're there. Okay. They go by Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have the over under on that game at yeah, fifty one. Jackson might be all right too. Oh, and Atlanta Indy is at fifty one as well. So if you look at over and unders and then you look at rating, okay? So because you always want to try you you want to try to look at two two points of data to get somewhere. So over and under, I look I'm scrolling now top to bottom and over and under and Matt Ryan, uh, Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, Aaron Rodgers, Philip Rivers, all have games with over and unders of 51 points. Is Winston None or Hill are... going? Winston or Hill, who's going? Yeah, either, you're In right. New Orleans. It's, it's one or the other there uh, Yeah, against, against Atlanta. Now, we know Atlanta can't stop the pass, and I won my 15K playing against Atlanta, taking uh, Drew Locke against Denver over Atlanta. But yeah. – for whatever reason, it's not really uh, uh, breaking very well here. And I think it's because Matt Ryan has no running equity. So he needs 300 yards uh, to get the bonus, which he should get, and three touchdowns to have a chance at 30 points on the week. Yep. You know, Winston and Hill, uh, who's starting? I don't know. They're a thousand hours apart. None of them are very exciting. Aaron Rodgers is 7K. At 7K, that kind of takes him out of tournament play. Philip Rivers, he just looks terrible in Indy. And the Indy, Indiana wants to run the ball. The, the Colts, they want to run the ball. So he's not going to be your high score on the week. Uh, so that gets you to Ryan Tannehill now. Lamar Jackson, 7,300. He's popping in the rating. He's the highest rated guy so far with an over and under of 49 points. The problem is he's 7,300. And like I just said, man, it takes a lot to get there with uh, – with that, so I mean, it's it's all going to come through his legs against Tennessee. So I'm going to look, I'm going to look and see how well Tennessee does against rushing quarterbacks. If they're good against rushing quarterbacks, I'm absolutely not touching that. If they're weak against rushing quarterbacks, man, Lamar Jackson just hasn't done it this year. Yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. excited about Lamar Jackson whatsoever. All right. I'm putting uh, Herbert in my starting quarterback. Al, you you talked me into it. Sixty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, Herb, Herbert, I think, is the best play. Um, uh, I just, damn it. 
Everything is so slow. It's frustrating. Cam okay. Newton actually. Cam Newton is in a game with a higher over and under. It's against Houston. Houston's terrible. Okay. And uh, he's sixty two hundred. So you're going to save five hundred dollars off of Herbert to get the running equity of Cam Newton, who put up you know twenty points last week. I don't see him hitting the ceiling, and this year is all about finding ceiling. So. Uh-huh. I don't yep. think I'm going to touch that, but what about? Actually, that's not true. I will touch that, but you want to you want to talk about running back? Yeah, yeah. Let me flip over to running what back. What do you want to do here? I mean, there's there's some guys there looking at this. There's a couple indoor games of of note from what I see. You got the New Orleans game there with the, with with their running back, and then uh, the uh, that's New Orleans, Atlanta, and Cook in Dallas playing inside. Uh, Minnesota and Dallas. Man, everything's slow. So my initial thought without looking at numbers yet is Atlanta is sneaky good against the run. They're they're a pass funnel team. So it's so easy to beat them through the air. They're actually fairly decent on the ground. So they're going to be able to take the running equity away from you. So they're playing New Orleans. Who's that? Uh, Atlanta. Yeah, they are. So they're going to be able to slow uh, Kamara down. Now, the thing with Kamara is he's all about the receiving yards. So I believe they're not that great against them. He also costs uh, quite a bit of money. He's nine grand. Yeah, nine grand, man. That's Ni- 9,200. And, and Cook's nine nine grand. So so we're, we're there. We're at that point of the season, man. We're running backs are ex- exploding. Man. Mike and, Davis going to play? Ah, shit. They hurt you last week, too. The I don't need backs. to know that. So the strategy's always been spend down at quarterback, spend down at wide receiver, spend up at running back. But this year has been a bit of an anomaly where the running backs aren't getting there at the high price. You know, and part of it is you don't have Christian McCaffrey on the slate. He's been, you know, except for what, two games this year? Yep. Um, Cook absolutely has been getting it done, and he's been modestly priced. Uh, Henry has no catching equity, so it's all on the ground. So he's a boomer bust every week. Aaron Jones hasn't been in a lot of main slate plays. Miles Sanders has been hurt. So the guys who cost all the money, Zeke Elliott, wow. Dude, Zeke Elliott, I know he's he's yeah. winged up 6,500 against Minnesota, who you can run against. Like, depending on ownership, that might be the play. Yeah. He's also he's also uh, uh, spiking in, in the rating system as well. Like, the rating system's saying the exact same thing. Like, okay. why are we not looking at him? Yeah. Sorry, I accidentally hit the wrong button there. We, we Lamichael, a little bit. Lamichael Perrine also popping because of his price at forty four hundred. I'm not sure the situation with the Jets run game, uh, but if he's getting the touches now, then yeah, I see that fifty percent rush touchdowns. They're giving it to him in the end zone, uh, and then Duke Johnson another week. He didn't really produce last week. Maybe that some people run away from him and his ownership comes down. But at fifty four hundred, uh, oh, that's a hell of a price. Antonio Gibson is still there, you know. He's been showing up a lot. His price seems guy. right if you're spending his, down. 
his price is right and his ownership every week is is fairly low. You know, let let people fail on some of the more chalkier plays. Um and and the secret's really been playing these these underneath running backs, with the again, with the exception of Cook, who's just been, you know, a banger, putting up forty forty points yep. uh, virtually every week. Mine are telling me for under undervalued. Uh, Bell is pretty undervalued for forty four hundred dollars this week, but I mean he's backing up Edward Delaire, right? Philip Lindsay. Yeah. And I wouldn't touch Bell with a ten foot pole. But Miles Sanders at sixty nine hundred is the they think it's the best value here. Philip Lindsay is not uh, anywhere near value. According to my data, my list is telling me that he costs you forty five hundred dollars, but he's worth fifty six hundred. That's his value. Sanders will cost you sixty nine hundred, but but he's worth nine thousand. Okay, I disagree with the evaluation of nine thousand. I would put him more about seventy five hundred, but I agree that uh, Sanders is a good play. Okay, all right, I'm with you there. Um. I don't think Philip Lindsay's a good play at all. The data doesn't support that. Okay. So I don't I don't know where they're getting that from. But uh you know, unless things change, unless there's some injury I'm not aware of. Um uh, James White and Burkhead are both on this list too. Yeah, but, but I never like really playing play either of them. Yeah, they they do yeah. It's not good. There's there's guys like one of the one of the things when you play in My list sucks. Yeah. They're, they're, they're one of the things when you play analytics is sometimes the path of numbers leads to a good rating, but you know the player just isn't good. And that's when you got to start going, okay, you know what? I know he's he's rating well. just doesn't make sense. Let me walk away from it. Yeah. And then other times you have to trust the data to, to let you walk away from really plays you think are really good that – it's telling you like this isn't the week to do it. Right. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of there, there was a quarterback last week who data was telling me not to play, and I I didn't. I think it was Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Data was like, you know, don't play Aaron Rodgers, and I'm kind of like, yeah, but I really want to play Adams. Right. And I think I can make a nice game stack, and and the data turned out to, to be right. Um. In that case, but so, you had stayed away there. Were you at a uh, you, you, you over to wide receivers yet? I could look at wide receivers. I'm gonna head on over there. Speaking of Adams, eight thousand six hundred dollars for Devontae Adams. They are uh, at Indy. Um, Indy's a tough defense, man. I, I he's the most expensive uh, wide receiver, but he's uh, he's projected for nineteen point eight points. Yeah, their defense is tough. Right? I mean, yeah. What? Well, the Bears couldn't what? do anything against them. So he's $1,000 more than any other uh, wide receiver on the board. And the problem with that is this is all about construction. Once you start putting teams together, if you find out, like, you, you there's players you want, like Adams, um, and you could get there because there's so much value at lower cost, like running backs, then you buy Adams. I don't think that's the case this week. I I think money is going to be pretty tight. You know, especially if you want Cook, you're talking 9K. If you mm-hmm. want Kamara, 9,200. Derrick Henry, 8. So 
if you want a quarterback, if you want a, a, your, a running back one to have any chance, you know, you're going to have to spend up. And then if you want your running back two to be Zeke Elliott, which right now, again, I think there are some injury concerns, but right now that, that, that seems like my running back number two automatic He's 6,700, so it's not like he's 4K. It's not like he's, right. you know, this, this hidden play like uh, uh, Davis was last week, which ended up being kind of a shitty play. And then Duke Johnson, who I would look at in the cash game, 54, you know, you're not going to have the equity to get Adams. So even in tournament play, I don't like Adams. I, I would okay. avoid that. Who do you like? Who, who Who is my wide receiver that I'm going for here? I really, really like looking at matchups, so it's really hard to, to project cold. Okay, um, fair. That's understandable. You know, Michael Thomas last week was way too cheap, and uh, I, I put him as my running wide receiver one, mm-hmm. and he's still way too cheap going up against the fucking Atlanta Falcons. Okay, you know, uh, Winston Brandon said look out for Winston as a flyer. You know, if if Winston's the go-to, um, Michael Thomas is going to be the benefit there. So I'm liking a game stack there. Uh-huh. You know, uh, or if you if you prefer, yeah, I mean, don't forget sometimes with game stacks, especially with ownership, it's okay to reverse the game stack. So if you really want Michael Thomas, you can buy who's rating because uh, uh, Matt Ryan is projected better than Winston and Matt Ryan realistically could put up three touchdowns and get 300 yards passing. Like that's okay. absolutely in this realm of possibilities. So if you take Ryan and then you go with like a low, a low ownership guy, like say gauge, you can then buy two or three new Orleans saint players. Maybe you, you get Kamara and you get Michael Thomas and you kind of re- reverse engineer the stack where the full stack's actually going on the run back as opposed to your main stack with your quarterback. Um, but at that point, you probably just want the equity of w- that Winston is going to give you anyway. So I'm yeah. talking myself out of it. But I would say Michael Thomas, he's not rating well in my system. I absolutely think he's probably a very good play at $7,300 against, again, the Atlanta Falcons. I yeah. mean, this is a team that cannot that – they have – Clark, if you really wanted to play cornerback in the NFL, they probably would give you a shot. And it's true Michael Thomas isn't getting the targets he was getting uh, last year. He's still getting seven to nine targets. All right. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, it's a wide receiver one, and the guy's got skill. He hasn't produced at all this year, uh, but he's missed half the year with an injury. So, one, <laughs> two, three, four, five – he missed six games. So he could blow up and he could start getting those targets again. And, and I don't know, I want to be on that gravy train when it, when it, when it rolls and it's going to roll at some point this year. And this is the best chance of that gravy train rolling. So Michael Thomas, I, I would look at a lot. Adam Thielen is popping in the rating. That's yeah. statistically the best play here. Uh, according to my charts at 6,300. Uh, let's see here. Crowder, no. Jefferson, maybe. Galladay, there's something wrong with him. And I, Matt Ryan, I think, or uh, Stafford is hurt as well. Okay. 
that'll hurt. Galladay hasn't done anything. I drafted him pretty no. early in the season long, and it, it's hurting. Definitely. Galladay, NIU alum, Northern Illinois Husky right there, my friend. I think I have a team put together that I'm going to put up. Okay. I'm going to enter it now just to get it into a uh, – I'll put it in the $3. Joel says Crowder is solid whenever he plays. I agree, man. Uh, Crowder is a a value play that tends to produce. When I'm looking for low-cost wide receivers, I mean, the first place I'm going is it's either Miami or the Jets. Yeah. I, I tend to like the Jets receivers more. Crowder, 6,100. He's not cheap, though. That, that's the problem. I mean, he, he's he's the price of a wide receiver, too. But last week he had two targets, did play against Chiefs, Bills, 13 targets, 10 targets, 10 targets, 13 targets. Um, you know, 104 yards, 116 in a touchdown, 48. You know, even with those two targets, 26 yards in a touchdown. So Crowder, I mean, it is – I, I didn't know his name was uh, uh, Crowder, but yeah, um, I did know his name was Crowder. I don't know what I'm talking about. What you're talking about? Fantasy football daily DraftKings. Mims is popping as the highest rated wide receiver, um, and I think that's due to his price. He's 3,300. You know what? So again, we didn't do this last week on the show, and we did it the week before, and you ended up with the biggest week that you'd had, if I recall. So. This is good. You're talking through it on a Tuesday night. We're getting you there. Mm-hmm. We're warming you up. And then by the Getting end of the excited. week, here we go. Yeah. I'm in. Tight ends a crapshoot as always. Yeah, I mean, it is. Jared Cook uh, is the, the ratings top uh, play here. Mark Andrews still, man, that guy's price just keeps crashing. I know he hasn't done anything, uh, but at some point, him and uh, Lamar Jackson are going to have a good week. You know, J- Lamar Jackson, we, we talked about to start this whole segment, as a player that's probably too expensive. But if you look at it this way and you go, Lamar Jackson, 7,300, but I don't have to pay for a number one ride receiver because most likely his number one ride receiver could be Mark Andrews on the week. Mark Andrews is 4,900. So suddenly mm-hmm. that stack with Lamar Jackson's running equity is looking pretty damn good. Now, I'm talking about Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson of last year. Uh, and unfortunately, this year hasn't been all that productive. But listen, last week against New England, nine targets, five targets, six targets, four targets, nine targets. If he gets one of those nine target games, and he gets 100 yards, which he hasn't done all year. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, you know, he has had those games with the two touchdowns. Let's say he does 60 yards, nine, nine targets, seven catches, and a touchdown. It's a pretty good DraftKings day uh, at, at very little cost. And you filled that, that pain-in-the-ass position, a tight end, no one knows what to do with. Yep. And let's say Lamar Jackson puts up 33 DraftKings points in the closest, because there's not a lot of great quarterback play this week. The next closest guy, let's say Herbert puts up 26, you got like a seven, eight point advantage at the quarterback position. So, and again, you found the equity. You found, see, the secret to co- correlation is finding great plays through the magic of numbers. Yep. And you, you would find that right there. The, the science 
math is is telling you go with that play. So, you know, Jackson, I mean, if you want to look at Hollywood Brown, I think you're an idiot, but you, you can also look at Hollywood Brown with that Lamar Jackson stack, but, you know. Hollywood, yep. All right. Let me uh, – hang on. Let me see what you think here of the uh, the team that I've put together. All right. I'm throwing one together right now. So here we go. A quarterback, Herbert, running backs, Miles Sanders, Ezekiel Elliott, wide receiver, Denzel Mims. Uh-huh. Uh, wide receiver, um, Gage, Russell Gage, wide receiver, Connolly, Connolly, tight end, TJ Hawkinson, flex, Delvin Cook, and my defense is going to be Cincinnati versus the Washington Football Club. Okay. Uh... We're, we're not going to score a lot. But we're gonna play. Okay. So let me pull that up here. Man, it's, uh... That's not the actual team that I went with. But here's the team. Herbert, Elliott, Sanders, Gage, Mims, Thomas, Hawkinson, Cook, and the Jaguars. Based so, off okay, of some info from you. Break down break down the stack with me, right? So you, you got you got Herbert. Who are your wide receivers? I'm not stacking him this week. I should. Okay, well then, then why are you playing? Like, why? Like, have we not? Have I not taught you anything? Has the game not taught you anything, Clark? <sighs> you you can't win without game stacks. Like, this needs to get through people's head, and not single stacks, man. I'm talking about double stacks. That's how you win. All right. Okay. I, mean, I broke down for the first six weeks, and I broke down every Millie Baker winner. Every Millie Baker winner, most Millie Baker men, not everyone, were double stacking. So All nobody were single stacking. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm stacking to... uh, some wide receivers against each other. I got Gage versus Thomas. I had a hmm. double stack in my stack. I've got Elliott versus Cook. It's a running game at each other. Cool. No. No. You can't do that, can you? Oh, correlate, girl. You, the, you don't run running backs against each yeah. other. This is a disaster. This is why I'm not doing so great this year. All right. Yeah. So a couple, couple things here for people who follow <laughs> along and want to play. You've got to find correlation of players. You don't – negative correlation would be two running backs going up against each other because generally speaking, two running backs don't have a good game because once somebody takes a lead – the other team stops running and they start throwing. So if you take, you might want to get a pass receiver on the opposing team. Uh, so maybe a CC lab or uh, I don't know, is whatever happened to Amari Cooper, $5,400. People forget he forgot he even existed. This guy was crushing the first three weeks when Dax was there. So, um, you know, if you're looking for some correlation against cook, look at those Dallas wide receivers. All right. Herbert, Sanders, Kamara, Gage, uh-huh. Allen, Mims, Goddard, 
Elliott, and Dallas. So my stack is Herbert with Allen uh, going against Mims on the other side. Let me tell you why Herbert's a great play and why that stack is a really good stack. Because you have the San Diego Chargers focus on very few offensive players. So the equity is going to – like, look at look at Buffalo. You know it's going to be Diggs. You know it's Josh Allen to Diggs. Yep. Right? Yep. With, with San Diego – now there's other teams like Green Bay. You generally know it's Adams, but that ball can be thrown anywhere. You know, Cam Newton with, with the Patriots, that ball can go anywhere. Uh, you know, e- even Minnesota, you know, is it going to be Thielen? Is it going to be Jefferson? But with this team, you know Keenan Allen is going to get – the lion's share of the carries, uh, the catches, the targets. Now, what you want on that is you want to get the other guy, because, again, you want a double stack. Right. You're only single stacking. So right. the other guy, there's only one other guy who gets equity on that team, who gets market share, and that's Hunter Henry. That's the tight end. So that solves your tight end issue. Double eight. And now you've, now you've double stacked, which, again, that takes ownership from, like, you want me to get Henry in there, huh? Huh? You want me to play Henry in there with those guys too, huh? Or Parham. Parham actually statistically uh, rates better. He's only $2,500. So you're looking for eight to nine points from him. <laughs> and now you have all this money to spend. Now you got Cook and Kamara, you know? You already do anyways, but nothing correlates. Right. So, All right, no, here's the new good. team. Herbert, Sanders, Elliott, Gage, McLaurin, Allen, Henry, Mims, Miami. Boom. There it oh. is. A triple stacking, quadruple stacking, however many stacks you want. There we go. Let's make this team happen. Ah, larger. So I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. Can we get to everybody here? Yeah, we're just about done. Let me just finish my team and then we'll we'll close out. Uh-huh. This is great. Guys, again, if you're listening live on uh watching on Facebook Live or if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, next week, Tuesday night, we'll be going at six thirty PM. That's when the show starts. We're gonna we're gonna be starting a half hour earlier starting next week. And we are back weekly. For as long as we can sanely do it, Larcher has turned into a nine to fiver. I'm currently Jesus a full time dadder nine to fiver. Well, you're a ten to sixer, kind of. You still get ten to five. Ten to five? That ain't bad. You still get to start at uh six thirty. Well, you get home, you yeah. roll right into the show. Pretty much, yeah. Eat, eat a quick meal or whatever. Boom. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I'm down with it. Okay, so I got five. Well, I'm going to officially put this box. team in. That's what I'm going to do, my friend. What are you doing? Putting my new team in. You're going to input them. All right, we'll see whose team does better next week. Are we okay? going to get an injury here this week? Screw me up again. That was pretty rough. Uh, oh. Man, I'm having a hard time finding my, uh, you know what? Corey Davis, we already have. 
Tim Patrick. I don't know. I don't know if Locke's playing this week. <clears throat> I could get to Melvin Gordon. Why? Why do you keep going back to Locke? Like he 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 helped you win fifteen grand, and now is he your guy just because of that? Or does yeah, it make absolutely. sense again this week? Yeah, maybe just he's stay my, away. He's my guy because of that. You know, you gotta you gotta go back to your guy. You gotta stick with your dudes. He's one of my dudes now. He's forever one of my dudes. I don't know if that's how you repeat your your performance, though. I'm not sure. Well, you you're not stupid about it. Is the thing like you, you you know I say I'm going back to him. That doesn't mean I'm I'm putting a hundred percent on him. Yeah. Yes, you can triple stack and double stack. You absolutely can. Absolutely. Ridiculous. All right. Here. Here's my team. We got there. Let's see. I just got to buy a defense. Uh, okay. Let's do Baltimore. Let's see what this team's going to be. How yeah. How are you going to put a team together that will beat mine? It probably will. I mean, it, it's happened a lot this year. Cash game that we play. Al runs a cash league, so if anybody's listening and isn't a part of that, uh, Ask us how to get in there weekly. It's five bucks a week. There's usually what eight, nine guys. You built it back up for a minute there. There were only six or seven, but you've added a few. Nice to see Joe get in there. Did he win this week? I think he, he did. He I was winning he big last time I looked. What's that? I thought the kid would suck, and here he is. The kid's a ringer. I know it. I know it. I I mean I didn't have much hope in him, in, in in him either. Sorry about that, Joe, but uh, and not not that I thought you'd be terrible at it. I just I didn't know you'd be this damn good. Yeah, Scootsy Collins right there, $40 winner. The team, All right, this team, yep, go this, ahead. Team may, this team may change, um, and if it does, I'll post it you know, before Sunday on our, uh, our site. But as it stands right now, I'm doing the, the Lamar Jackson stack. So I'm taking Lamar Jackson. Marquise Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. So I'm doing a double stack. Okay. Um, now you're you, you're hoping for last year's Lamar Jackson and Andrews. I am. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Yep. So I'm running it back with Corey Davis on the on the, uh, on the Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Baltimore. I'm thinking Baltimore runs up the score. They start shooting it out. Corey Davis is getting the equity. How does that shooting it out go? What was that like this? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Good. My running backs are gonna be Zeke Elliott and Duke Johnson. Now I wanna correlate the Cowboys and my running back to a wide receiver. So that's gonna be Adam Thielen, um, mm-hmm. who I think has potential for a big game. And uh my flex is gonna be Jerry Jude because he won me fifteen K. Okay. And, Your guy. Uh, Your guy. My defense is going to be the Miami Dolphins. Okay. That's your team. You'll post it if, if it changes, just so we can compare notes again next week, right? That's right. Let me write that down. And tell, Joe, and tell Joe if he wants in, he can uh, he can go ahead and uh, just give me his DraftKings ID. We'll get him in. You could, you could send him an invite to the DK Rainmakers uh, Facebook, too. Absolutely. I, I could do that. I could get you in, and then, yeah. For DraftKings, and what team? What I created there is a tournament team. Okay, so my goal is to win a lot yeah, of money too. with that. 
but there's a good, there's a high potential it fails. Now, if Clark and I were going head to head, like if we were going, hey, I bet my team could do better than your team. I would have a completely different team, and so would he. Mm-hmm. It would be a cash team that would be based on a much higher floor than ceiling. Right now, we're building towards a ceiling. Right. That makes sense. Ah, yeah. Well, what else? That's it. I mean, what else is there to say? I don't know. I mean, I would doubt there's anything. We've covered all, the entire thing. We got it. Um, Yeah, next week we'll go a half hour earlier. I like that. I think think it'll work in, in my schedule pretty well, too, so... But uh, 6.30 next Tuesday night. Al, it was great to do a show with you again. Yeah, it, buddy. This is not this is not what I was going for. Hang on. It's very yeah. touching music. I'm going to go make a steak. I think I got some uh, corn, too. Jesus, how did this happen? Oh, well, what the hell? We'll go with it. You're making a steak with corn? I didn't have dinner yet. I'm going to go probably uh, throw together some bullshit. I don't have anything ready tonight. We'll do better tomorrow. The kids ate hot dogs. It was the go-to tonight. It was easy. I like a good hot dog. We'll see you next next week, Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. It's live in the Sports Attic with Larcher and Larson. That came out completely wrong. Why? Never mind. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs>